Previously on an inconsistent recording schedule. (laughs) Previously on the Bible 2, Cain's Revenge. The the party discusses their next move. A consensus... (laughs) Sorry, you said Cain 2, and then I was like, yeah, more able. (laughs) Continue, please. A consensus... (laughs) Cain harder. Um, A consensus is reached that the prison fortress of Nur and the temporarily displaced inmates it contains must be liberated to help bring the corrupt abbey down. But how does the party get back to Bastillon, and whose help will they enlist? Additionally, why is Herman being pursued? Another visit to the Blood Drinker's social club finds Yubitsume being attacked by thugs. Yubitsume has a way across the sea for our heroes, but it comes at a rather violent cost. Finally, the party goes to the local representative of the Clovenhoofed Coalition and discovers that the Stormrider's mercenary unit are due to embark shortly for a campaign in Bastalone. So, um, that is where we find ourselves. So you all would be, um, kind of on the main, the main street of Kuru at this point. Uh, you've just had your conversation with Zyron, the battle priest, um, and Colonel Lachance, and now some decisions need to be made. So, there, there we have it. Go get them. <laughs> I would like to make a pitch for, if we go on this ship, things could hurt us on the ship. <laughs> Before we get where we're going. Yeah, mm-hmm. because someone died last time we were on a ship. Yeah. If we you know what? Have, yeah, this all... is an in-character fear. This isn't oh, me metagaming see, at all. See, Bobby's <laughs> looking up and she just sees, you know, like in the 1980s sitcom where it, it gets all blurry in the corner and it cuts to the you know, back when we were on a boat before. Mm-hmm. And I watched, mm. I watched Trouble just get fucking iced. And then literally iced. That's true. That's a good <laughs> that's a good point. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, let's call Gone a spade a spade. Baby. We don't need a Red, boat for Red Treble is having trauma flashbacks <laughs> to uh, Treble dying and then him becoming a paladin so that he could have healing because of that. Life's a gamble. You never know. You never, you never know. know. Um, so, I don't know, but, okay, let me go in this trouble voice here. <laughs> so, I don't know if Yubitsume's way of traveling across the ocean is going to be better for us, though. Like, I feel like the Clovenhoof Coalition will get us there safer than... Oh, I ain't talking uh, about the snake way of traveling. I'm talking about the magic way of traveling. Yes, as I said before, I f- feel like all of this is just a big waste of time if we just we have connections with people who work in the government now. Who we did some very good things for this country. They probably have. Magical connections for us to, to get Although, there fast. The snake guy kind of is um is one that we kind of need need to work with, huh? 
for for this whole thing to work out? Well, I mean, his cousin was the one on the inside. Yeah, so maybe maybe we gotta maybe we should do his his way for that. I don't want to make a snake mad at me. I I think they're pretty easily offended, and um, they can be poisonous. <laughs> Be well, that is one of the things we know about <laughs> snakes. They are easily offended. I know sometimes Red says things that sound like they're referring to some specific forest experience that he had as a little baby hick. I don't know what that experience is, but it's something. <laughs> it's, where, it's where they watch someone get bit on the dick by a snake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this magic portal idea sounds interesting, but do we know if there's a magic portal? Because we know there's a boat leaving. We know we can do that for sure. But if we go looking for a portal and it doesn't exist, and then the boat leaves, it, 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 it's not just a portal. It's it's a it's a spell people can do, and it's hell. We could even look for someone who does scrolls and. Uh, Treble could cast the spell for us to do it if we found a scroll. And if we don't find the scroll, and the I, boat leaves. The, okay, um, I got a question. How expensive is it to have somebody do this for you? Because we got a limited amount of diamonds that we might need for, you know, calling gods and things. It's not a diamond spell. No, but it. Uh, diamonds are worth money and... We, I, I don't know how much money you gotta have to get someone to teleport you across the ocean. Seems expensive. Well, that's why I said we should go quickly talk to the government. I, I didn't know we were going to have a time clock because we were gonna try to hitch a boat with these people. But All they right, weren't well, leaving we for that. a few days. Right? They're just starting to... They, it was the big, like, we're packing the boat. Yeah, they're loading up. They, they'll be around for a little bit, I think. So if I'm being honest, I'm conflicted. Because I don't really like gambling. I like sure things. Vincent, on the other hand, loves gambling. He's all about the portal idea. He thinks, why not? He's a very impatient person. Uh, so we're kind of on the fence between the two of us. Red is on the cruise ship idea. He wants to not offend the snake. And also he's a little bit concerned about portals. <laughs> well, even the snake said he could find someone to do the magic. Yeah, that's true. If we go through the portal, do our yes, clothes come with us or do they stay here? Do clothes go through portals? It's up to Do you. Do weapons go I, through if portals? You wanna, if you want to get fully naked and leave your clothes behind... Yeah, I'm not prepared to make a ruling Can on Samuel that particular come element. The with us? Oh. It's just like any would the other portal magic leave Samuel spell behind you... because I don't want to do that. It'll depend on how many people we go in the portal. <laughs> if we if we put a bunch of people in there, the might decide to leave them behind. <laughs> well, I think the first time Herman had ever even seen magic was seeing Jordan put people to sleep. I so. mean, we could we could also just put um him back in the bag of holding and he'd be fine for a while at least 10 minutes <laughs> there's 10 minutes of air in there 
But if he survived for hundreds of years in there, I don't think air is the thing that he needs. What's our little zombie friend's name? Seamus? We should ask Seamus what they think. Seamus? Samuel. Samuel. We should ask Samuel what Samuel thinks. The, the, I'm not going to write that down. The, way that, the way that Henry said Samuel when you asked what we should I ask already what said his name like two minutes ago. Makes me feel like Henry doesn't want to tell us what he thinks, nor does he want him to ever have a thought ever again. <laughs> No, by all means, if you, I if you want to solicit Samuel's Samuel, advice. I look up Samuel, who has been on my shoulders this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, hey, hey, little buddy, would you like to go on a cruise ship or a ship with a bunch of minotaurs or uh, travel through a portal? <laughs> I thought there was also Minotaur. I thought this was all no, of the different we, Cloven. We no. ran into a Minotaur. We spoke to a Minotaur previously that was part okay. of the Cloven. But this one is in, just in Bastalone. Yeah, you did when we broke people um, out of jail. But this this mercenary unit is all centaurs. That's kind of the that's kind of the selling point for, okay. for the no unit. Problems. Yeah. All right. So ship full of centaurs. Or uh, cruise ship for fancy people, or um, magic portal. Right. Um, <laughs> How do you feel about those? Well, I, as you may imagine, I've always been somewhat, um, what's the word, uh, apprehensive about the usage of of magic portals and any other magical uh, container devices, really. Um, having said that, if it was a sort of very brief occurrence, I think I could manage. Um, I will say also that the prospect of going to sea, like my father and my father before me, is quite exciting. So that could also be enjoyable. All right, yeah. Well, uh, your father was a sailor, huh? We should talk about that later. Um, no, no, he just liked the sea. He was actually quite incompetent. Um, Did he like cruise ships? Like he was just sort of a passenger? Not so much. He was cursed by a necromancer with what's called lemmings disease. And periodically the eldest male in my family would do a header often into the waves. <laughs> We're not gifted swimmers, but we are persistent. Oh <laughs> All right. Oh you are um, exceptionally sad little guy. We're going to cheer you up, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I have been told that by many of my acquaintances throughout no, the years. Don't don't worry about it, bub. We're going to cheer you up. We're going to throw you um, a party later. <coughs> First, we got to figure this out. Should we put it to a vote? It, out of character. Should we find out how difficult and expensive a portal would be so that we know all of the option uh, details. Okay. Well, the thing is, there's teleportation circles, which are one, like, a lower level spell. But they have used. to be connected to one in the other well, place, so it probably well, wouldn't get us exactly where we want to go. Well, there, there's that city that's kind of close, that is closer okay. than 
but then there's also the spell teleport. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Druid, there's druids who can do the plant walk spell. There's numerous. There's also a carriage outside of the city for that for twelve gold will take you to Markarth if you want to go there. Mm. There is that. It'll take a long time though, and you have to role play It'll the entire experience, which, oh, <laughs> which no. is a questionable choice. Yeah, I don't know about that. We we aren't here to role play. We're here to <laughs> just yeah. Jump this is here this to is serious kick business. Ass and take names. Um, here's what I'll Everyone say. Everyone here is min maxed. <laughs> oh god, especially <laughs> Herman. That's my nightmare. Especially Herman. <laughs> this is this is what I'll say. There are narrative elements that for each of you specifically that I need to include within the next session or two. So whatever way you look at it, a teleportation isn't going to get you all the way there. Yeah. I didn't you I'll, need I'll, to I'll, I'll say, we I'll say that there. much. I didn't so. think we were getting teleported directly into the jail. There's that city we talked about. There's a city outside of there, right? Let me bring up. Uh, a ways outside of there. Um, yeah. If you take, if you were to take is, like is the the sea route, yeah, you'd get there, and the route that I have for teleporting would get you closer to that city, but not quite to that city. So you, there'd still be a little bit of traveling because I have yeah. to there's fit some, in. There's some there's some things we need to things. run into before we get where we're going. Since we're going back to the mainland, we gotta include some mainland. Plot points, as it were. Got it. Love it. Yeah. So just some weird studio notes that we had to include. <laughs> Mainland plot points is the name of my band, by the way. Nice. Oh, God. <laughs> I like the idea of teleporting because we've already done some ship stuff. Yeah. I also like the idea of the cruise ship because that would be a very different sort of ship experience. Yeah, narratively, I think either of those is interesting. Narratively, Wyatt Kitty is arguing so hard for the uh, teleport is because we, last time we used the phone, which was not that long ago, Bastalone immediately tra- like pinpointed us, or like was like, we know you use this, so... We're going to fuck you up. So the longer we stay, like, just in one small place, and, like, if we're on a boat moving slowly across the water, it's going to be easier than for them to send someone to murder us rather than quickly moving, teleporting, (laughs) because they're not using as much magic as we might have access to here in Kuru. Counterpoint, if we teleport... We will be in Bastalone on Bastalone soil with fewer like allies around us to protect us. We could bring some of those, like, and we will be doing magic, like immediately. A magic spell to go into yeah. a place where magic is outlawed. Well, at the risk of having a counter counterpoint, you don't know where exactly the teleportation would take you. That's true. We should find out. We should really find out. We've debated for so long. I'm kind of surprised they're not already here. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> we got to do this quick. They're just marching up the street towards us like, damn it. Well, you're right. When does the cruise ship leave? <laughs> we got to do what the quickest option is. 
Um, the cruise ship would... I mean, there are ships that leave every day. You just kind of have to pick what option you want, and you'll probably be able to board one. I understand, but we have two hours. ships that we're interested in, which are cruise ship or centaur ship. Oh, okay. So centaur ship is leaving the day after tomorrow, essentially. And then cruise ship would be leaving in eight hours, and then uh, 24 and then 36 hours, and so on. Okay, so we're gonna have to wait at least eight hours if we want to get on that cruise ship. There's no way around that. So we we might as well go talk... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We might as well go talk to people about the teleportation options if we find something within those eight hours that seems better than getting on the cruise ship. We can do it. Let's do it. And Jordan, I don't know how much of this uh, behind-the-scenes talk about narrative you want to cut out. But. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see. I'd say I'd say almost all of it, in fact. But yeah, that's just me. But I do think I, asking this... when everything leaves, um, that's a pretty good sort of like measure of what we should do. We should also go to the. Um, oh, sorry. We should also go to the ambassador and see if we can uh, maybe have some guards from Kuru sent with us since we are protected a little bit. Oh, that's a good idea. I would love to have a bodyguard. We could become friends. I could leave Samuel with with somebody to babysit. It's great. We could make a backpack for Samuel for one of the guards to carry Samuel around in. That has, like, little axes coming out of it that he can slice people with. Samuel, do you want to slice people with axes, or are you more of a pacifist? How the fuck am I supposed to respond to that? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I would imagine that you would probably say he doesn't like slicing people with axes because you don't want to play him in combat. (laughs) <laughs> I'll play him in combat. I just AKA I'll, he I'll just get, won't do I'll anything. I'll get that fucker killed as fast as possible. Oh God, no! <laughs> Samuel seems too sad to murder. Yeah, he's already. I mean, undead. he's already undead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, that's true. Well, to be quite honest, um, I'm not averse to killing, but as a rule, I try to avoid it because it tends to be quite messy. Yeah, that's fair, man. That's real fair. All right. Let's go. And historically, mess is something that chimney sweeps are genetically predisposed to avoid. Genetically? So you're sort of a hereditary (laughs) chimney sweep. We'll talk about that later, too. Let's talk to some magic folks. I would say I'm hereditarily disappointed. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm in pain. Anyway, can we, buddy, can we go talk same. to that professor who probably yeah. has contacts to... Yeah, let's do it. People who can teleport. There. <laughs> professor Terry Porter. Terry no. Porter. No, she has a name. I even have it written down. Somewhere. Dr. Mara Percival. Dr. Mara Percival. Yeah, I want to talk I to will her. say... That you are able to locate her office in uh, the embassy, assuming that you all go there, because heaven forbid we split the party again. Yeah, that's um, Okay, so you make your way there, 
And upon arriving in her office, you see that across the floor, uh, it looks sort of like a jigsaw puzzle in as much as Percival is attempting to put together all of these clay pottery pieces, um, presumably to make like a giant urn or jug. Um, And there's like... There are a couple of different, you could assume them to be research assistants who are kind of putting pieces together with, like, some sort of paste or gel, so, like, trying to permanently attach them. Um, But when she notices all of you, she kind of puts her work down and comes over. Well, if it isn't my, 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 my people who did the defending, how are you all today? We are great. We better than Kenny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Bible three, the Bible Kenny's revenge. <laughs> Kenny's revenge. Um, but it, we were wondering. Um, we know you're a very busy, but uh, since you are a professor or doctor, and and you work with the embassy, you might have connections to people who have. Uh, or could lead us to people who know how to teleport. We need to get somewhere in a hurry. Oh, I see. Um, I do know, I do know some people, some people here. Um, sort of a catch-22, though. Where are you trying to go? <laughs> uh, uh, Southern Bastlo. Oh, Oh, well, I guess it's not as much of a catch-22. Um, so we keep here in the embassy a number of teleportation circles to some of our larger installations throughout the world. Um, we don't have any in... Well, we have one in New Bastalone proper. The closest thing to Southern Bastalon would actually be our embassy on Temajar 2. Temajar 2. How, having said that, we do operate a number of very fast boats that could get you to the mainland very easily. Thirty from, minutes, or it's free. From <laughs> uh, uh, or from here. Well, no, we we teleport you from here to Temajar, and then by boat you get to the mainland. Uh, that and it's thirty minutes or less, like a. Uh, f- from the from Temajar to the mainland, yeah. And, and teleportation takes what six seconds, so we're talking, an thirty minutes and six second trip, about. I I think that that's a fair estimation. You um, could be there in under an hour. Kitty slowly turns her head and looks at everyone. <laughs> Just and that's pretty back. good. How expensive is that? Well, for most people. Um, I mean, you're not going terribly far. Um, I could probably pull some strings if you're concerned about the cost. I would imagine that most people would be more than happy to give you a complimentary journey if you're really trying to save those pennies. Kitty looks again. Yeah, free seems great. Bigger eyes. (laughs) Free seems like a great price for things to be, for sure. Straight up. Well, a lot of people say that, but the capitalist within me has always disagreed. Now, is that you or the character? 
that's the character, but uh, it's also, you know, transference. Just one of those things. Transference. It's transference. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, if you'd like, I can go and make a call down to the room and see if any of the circles are free. That would be amazing. Of course. Happy to do it. And she walks over and uh, she's got a telephone on her desk and converses for a few seconds and then comes back to you and says... Well, it looks like right now we have about 20 minutes of free time before we'll be using those circles for something else. Um, so if you want to go soon, we can we can work that in. Uh, the next free time would be later in the evening, uh, just after our mail run. So, but today, uh, um, that's amazing. Um, I also have one other uh, question. Um, mm -hmm. I know that we were hired on as sort of um, a mercenary protection for your group. Um, is that something that we can engage the embassy in hiring someone in, in much the same way? Oh, I see. Um... Fast Hold for and, a moment. And we don't get along. <laughs> no, no, that's what I, I've been given to understand as much. Um, I will have to make a call to another department. Hold for a moment. And this time, she goes back to the phone and actually sits behind the desk. And you see her, like, kind of adjust her collar a little bit and then, like, very slowly pick up the phone and and dial. Um, and then she kind of tilts her chair around so that she's facing away from all of you. Um, and at various points, I mean, you can hear the murmur of voices, you can't really make out anything, but you can see, like, the shoulders stiffen and fall. Um, at points you can see, like, rapid breathing. Um, but... After about five minutes of this, uh, she hangs up the phone and says, um, I've been authorized to provide you with uh, one of our diplomatic security personnel. Um, they will, of course, be plain clothes. They will... Hmm, what's the word? Um... They will not take any... Oh, Sorry, I was given a very precise legal definition of what they're <laughs> allowed to do, and I don't know that I can recall all of it. They're not allowed to initiate any sort of war on, on your behalf. Um, this would be more of a defensive deployment. Um, but they do have, you know, a license to act in our interest. Uh... And the best, oh, 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 yes, yes. And the best thing, she said, snapping her fingers, the best part about this is it's totally free. Um, the catch is, uh, well, there isn't really, really a catch. Um, actually, I guess there is sort of a catch. We've only got one of those people around right now. So unless you would want to wait for a period of some days or even weeks, uh, one is all you would get for now. 
you, you know, beggars can't be choosers. <laughs> um, it, one is better than none, and we mostly just need a little extra uh, cover, if that makes sense. It does. It does. Um, hmm. Can I... We're yeah. Def- can I just step out into the hall for just a second to confer uh, uh, with everyone before we dot all the I's and, and uh, uh, cross all the T's? Of course. Great. Kitty will turn around and usher them and then close the door and put her back to the door and go, I'm doing that thing where you stick your hands out in front of yourself and go like, see, it's not that hard. Uh. And we get so, an intern. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think we're just excited because we we've never been offered that many uh, good things for free before. So, so seems my lucky. grandpappy once told me that if something in life is free, it's probably not free. So I'm a little skeptical, but I'll go with it. I mean, I'm sure that they're acting in the best interest of Kuru, which means. That if there's something that's going to be better for them, then they're, and uh, Kebra in general, they're going to be uh, more worried about that. But we don't need to worry about that, because we're there to fuck shit up anyway. It's true. So as long as they don't stab us directly in in, in the back, I think this is our best option. It doesn't... involve murder uh, of people we're trying to save and it also doesn't involve uh, trying to convince people who are also going to be doing a kind of distraction job anyway because that's it sounds like the centaurs are going there to fuck shit up in a different way anyway so so do we want to go and the next 15 minutes, or, or do we want to wait until this evening? I don't see any reason why we have to wait. Great. Might as well. I don't got anybody I need to say goodbye to, I don't think. I mean, I pretty much, I'm good. And, and you know, we can always uh, come back here, because uh, we might not ever get to go, who knows. Think Do we have this, any books uh, we need to return to the library? Um, no. All right, we're good then. Great, and then Kitty will. Um, she's got a, a jacket, and she'll pull her jacket down, and she will turn back around and open the door and goes, uh, uh, p- uh, "Doctor, uh, we are uh, ready whenever um, ev- you are." It, it, everything, it, yes. Well said. Very well. Let me resolve this for a moment. And she puts one more piece of this pottery into place. Uh, and then she beckons to uh, the group of you to follow her. And she leads you down several floors. So you're on, I, th- I want to say, f- the second floor. And she leads you down, actually, to, like, a sub-basement level. Um, And you can see in front of you that there is, like, an orderly queue of people waiting to use 
the uh, teleportation circles. It's just public um, transport. It's magic public transport. <laughs> It's beautiful. In in a we're, way, but we're, like we're, ta- the- we're taking the light rail to get to the bus, and then the bus will take us the rest of the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except that these people are all like diplomatic and or government folks, so they're not quite like ordinary Joes. They might even be extraordinary Joes, as the case may be. Mm, extraordinary Joes. Um, as you join this queue. Um, for one, uh, somebody comes up and hands a clipboard to Dr. Percival, and she kind of is going over it, and uh, go ahead and we'll say Kitty, roll perception. The sneakiest also, one of us. If they're, if they're saying anything, like, and I can see their mouths, I can read their lips, too. Perception. Uh, 21. 21 okay so for the sake of this then we will say that you were looking at percival when she's handed the clipboard and you see her kind of reading what looks to be a list and then she like reads some portion of it and then like squints her eyes and then just grimaces and then hands the clipboard back and you can see her whisper to this assistant really He's all that's available. That and then like. the assistant just kind of shrugs and she's like, okay. That sounds about uh, right for us. That's all, all this tracks. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Um, but having said that, the, uh, the queue or the line for our American listeners moves along at a pretty rapid rate. You're American. Yeah. <laughs> But he doesn't, but he doesn't wish to be is the problem. <laughs> None of us wish to be. Mm, that is fair. Um, <laughs> I was trying to make a linguistic joke, but apparently I can't have that in this America. So You uh, can. I think it's just funnier to point it out. <laughs> fair, fair enough. Um, the line moves along at a pretty quick rate, and soon you guys are at the front. Um, there are, there are six circles that you can see, and adjacent to each of them is, for lack of a better term, a teleportation circle technician, which is somebody (laughs) that, like, cleans off the circle in between uses of, like, dirt and such. Um, but eventually, uh, they beckon, oh, I should, I should ask this, what order are you guys gonna go in? You can go in two at a time. Oh, that's um, a small circle. Okay. Yeah, these are single-person circles. <clears throat> They're single-person, but they can fit two if you're hugging? <laughs> uh, sure. Or is it there's two circles that go at a time each for a single person? I mean, all six can go at a single time. They're just they're designed for single single people. Um, so we're, we're also nobody's attached, I don't think. I I think we're all You just said two at a time so i was i meant two at a time well i okay is it two on the you mean like how many circles can be separate circles it's one person (laughs) per circle you can have there are six circles in total which can all be activated at the same time okay all right herman is towards the back he is nervous about 
teleporting for the for his first time. Uh, and, um, and <laughs> Red steps up to the t- technician and goes, "Hey, so um, I have like a little sort of undead kobold. Um, <laughs> is that going to be a problem? Does he need his own circle? I have a little undead baby. Can I take him? <laughs> um, put him in his own bin, or can I put him with the rest of my clothes? <laughs> put him with a laptop. Do I need to check him? <laughs> or can um, he just be carried on? I mean, I kind of thought you'd put him back in the bag, but uh, you you're fine to carry him. I mean, the, I can put him back in the bag, but he will still be a second entity that is well, with me. So I'm just but, no, if, but if he's if he's in the bag of holding, he's technically in a pocket dimension, so it doesn't count. Cause oh, okay. Yeah, it's it's not the same. So All right. Cool. You can do that, or if you really want to. Um, it's worth mentioning that the person in charge of the circle you're at, it looks a, a suspicious, looks suspiciously like a lot of retail workers who are just <laughs> over it. Um, just kind of looks at you like, is this, is this the thing you're doing today? Oh, okay. Okay. Well, um... For being that small, I would say you're probably fine. Um, oh, actually, is he undead? Yeah. Uh, 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 hold that thought for a second. And the guy reaches into his robe and kind of rummages around, and then he takes out a post a postage stamp and he sticks it on the head of Samuel. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, technically, I know it's weird, but it counts as dry goods, and they'll, you know, <laughs> it counts as it's just it's it's just one of those things. I bureaucracy. All right, yeah, no, I appreciate it. Thanks. That's that's great. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Incidentally, um, if anybody asks you on the other side, you you are declaring that you're bringing an undead. Um, we can't. Yeah, don't. Don't lie about that. But if anybody asks, he is an undead who was properly embalmed, so he is technically dry. Um, All right. I'll, I'll, I'll keep that in mind. All right, thank you. Yeah, whatever. Um, Oh, actually, (laughs) where are you headed? Uh, what's the name of the place? Temajar Two. Temajar Two. Oh. You going for a wild weekend, huh? Yeah, something like that. Well, I'm sure you'll have a good time. I hear they're in the middle of building the city again. Uh, guess they had some sort of crazy, some sort of crazy wave action, and uh, it's a little flooded or something. But oh, so we're like, I guess on, that's good for the water three now. Well, it might be four by the time this conversation's done. All right. Anyway. <laughs> I step on the circle with my baby. Okay. My baby. Um, The circle begins to glow, and then the glyphs on it begin to spin. And you feel that feeling where the airplane is descending and your stomach kind of drops. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you hear that Star Trek transporter sound. I can't even do it. Um, we'll just, we'll just put it in in post or something. And I don't yeah, know. stick that transporter sound in post. Jordan. 
Yeah, that copy. And clip that. Oh, okay, okay. I'll contact Star Trek. Let me let me back that up slightly. So you were the first one. Who's second? I mean, I would probably wait. I'm gonna wait until whoever's supposed to come with us is here, because I don't want to go without the person who's supposed to be our protection. Ah, okay. So you're waiting. Um, Trouble will go second. Okay. Good. Our two do magic you, boys. Do you make any small talk to the to the person, or do you just get on and say your name? Uh, my name is Treble. Uh, this is Base, and I hold Base up by like his front paws so that his his back paws are just like dangling there. Uh, we will be going to um, wherever he went before me. Same place. Oh, taking a trip to Temujar, huh? Has your cat had Temujar all the shots? Two. Not, not Temujar one. Temujar two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we we don't have any stops in Temujar one. So when we say Temujar, it just means Temujar two. What are you? Okay. Some sort of yokel? Mm. Any yokel Ono? Mm. Oh, God. Uh, now you you will have to answer this though, sir. Um, has your cat had all its shots? Uh. Have you had your shot space? He's not making any noise right now. So <laughs> I'll edit that in post. Uh, no, he he hasn't had his shots recently. Is that the problem? Well, normally no. Are you planning to use the cat for any sort of animal breeding purposes or anything like that? Uh, no, that opportunity got taken away from him a couple of years ago. Oh, I see, I see. Been through that myself. Nasty business. Uh, He's been fixed? And yet, and yet at the same time, exceedingly liberating. It's a, it's a bizarre Venn diagram. Um, okay, well, if, if you're not using it for any sort of uh, livestock reproduction or anything like that, I think you're good. Uh, let me just put this on. And he puts, like, a little bracelet around base one of base's legs. Um, a tiny bracelet? <laughs> a tiny, a tiny cat-sized bracelet. That's so cute. Um, alrighty, now for this, you're gonna want to hold the cat uh, securely in your arms like this, and he just basically both arms, just like securely grabbing the cat to to your chest, sort of thing. Um, and you said Temujar too, right? Uh. Uh, that is correct. Yeah, well. It's the funniest thing. You'll be going there one of the weirdest times of the year. There was just a huge sandstorm there, so everything's super dry. Um, but I'm sure you'll be equipped for that. Wait, what? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure we'll be fine. Alrighty. Um, and the same... Uh, the circle starts glowing, the glyphs move, etc., etc. Um, and you are away. Uh, so that leaves Herman and Kitty. Alright, let's do this thing. You'll be just fine. As, as you can see, their clothes uh, went with them. And you're not trying to take any living... I mean, Vincent lives in your brain, and I don't think... Oh, I do have a little worry. Oh, it's fine. Don't just... What? No. <laughs> I, did, <laughs> I did just have this thought going. Why did you say that? <laughs> my, no, this, this is, is Bobby, like your friend with Bobby anxiety. 
who can't stop themselves from saying what they're anxious about. <laughs> Herman is trembling with fear now. <laughs> See, in my brain, and this is Bobby speaking, going, well, they checked all, every, you know, the cat, and then they checked the, and I'm like, Vincent, does he count as a separate entity? Would they show up as two separate people? Or would they be one person? Or would be left behind? I think they're the same thing, and he's just a broken person. But what if they are two different things? <laughs> Herman has to buy a separate plane ticket for Vincent. Right. He's not broken. And he just he has DID. Yeah. It's fine. Vincent is just his protector altar. Mm. Or his destroyer <laughs> altar? Or, or not. Or they are two separate people, and we're going to find out Or they in a could magically be two people in one body, actually. <laughs> well, I, I think it's more like it's, Vin, it, it's uh, Vincent the father... Uh, Herman the Holy Spirit, and then... <laughs> the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. See, in 2026, we'll introduce the third aspect, which yeah. will be see, um, oh, Herman see, the Son. I, I just had the idea of that. It's, he's just a malignant uh, twin that Herman something. <laughs> but he just still, he's still alive in there, and comes out and makes a little mischief every once in a while. Like the movie, Malignant. Oh, Great yeah. Movie. Great movie. Yeah, just like the movie. Yep. So Herman, Herman has become overwhelmed with anxiety and retreated into his mind. And then Vincent comes out and he goes, "Let's do this!" He just says, slapping himself in the face and then runs towards the portal. <laughs> Great, <laughs> wonderful. Um, the uh, so you get the person that handled Red the first time, and the guy kind of looks at you and he's like, "I I hope you don't take any offense by this. I'm." Have you ever used one of these before? No, I've never used one of these before. Let's do mm. this thing. Mm. Okay, okay. Um, I'm going to hand you this, and I, I don't want you to take it as a reflection on your character. And he hands you a little paper bag. Um, <laughs> uh, just, um, you may find this useful, but its purpose may not be immediately visible to you in, in your current vertical form. Um, so, uh, yeah, just uh, stand right here and uh, kind of, uh, you look like you're well put together. Go ahead and clench your core a bit. I think that'll help you. Um, and uh, it'll just take a second. Uh, where are you headed? Oh, God, I already forgot. <laughs> Temajar 2. Temajar 2. Go on Temajar 2. Oh, Temajar 2. I hear it's lovely this time of year. Oh my I've God, had like. This guy. <laughs> Shut this up, guy let's go! Henry. When Henry has to work a customer service job, he's this guy. He just says <laughs> the same thing over and over again. But no, just like says different slightly different things to people to like Deliberately them giving off. misinformation about banal banal things. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that sounds about right. Um, I'm sure you'll love it. It's not quite tourist season, but then again, there never really is any sort of tourist season out at Temajar. But, um, I'm sure you'll have a great time. Anyway, um, and as he finishes speaking, uh, it does its thing and, uh, shoots you away. For the record, Vincent's face was turning red because he was flexing as hard as he could. The minute you said to flex your core, he was flexing as hard as he could through that whole drawn-out thing. I was about to pass out right before he teleported. Oh, my God. 
Okay, well, on the other side, I'm going to have you make a con save. Yes. Um, but not not just yet. So, uh, Kitty, that is left. that means you are the only one remaining. And yeah. at this point, uh, Dr. Percival comes up to you and says, um, so you'll be meeting your protector person uh, in Temajar. He's returning from an assignment on the mainland. Um, as long as you give this, and she hands you this, this sealed letter with like a purple wax signet on it, uh, as long as you give this to the duty officer mm-hmm. that you should see as soon as you materialize, um, she will make sure that he's directed to report to you as soon as possible. Uh, great. Um, what? What's his name? His name? Ah, uh, yes. Um, he is Kaizo Jix. And, uh, yeah, he... Uh, Got it. <laughs> Kaiser Soze. No, he's he's Kaizo Jix. Uh, he's a. We use him for some of our more hazardous jobs. He's he's a very, some would say, uh, an uncannily skilled uh, fighter. Um, he is a little bit temperamental, but after working in Bastalone, quite a few of our agents tend to be. Um, my biggest piece of advice would be. Um, under no circumstances should you, and she like turns a couple of pages on the clipboard and starts reading off a list of things, you should not offer him any liquids containing vinegar Um, if you are wearing or possess any clothing with a purple or fuchsia tint, that should be dyed with coffee or something else to make it duller um if you voted for any of the molehill political family in the last two uh, that one's probably fine i wouldn't worry about that um and perhaps most importantly um how do you feel about orcs fine Mm. am i am i supposed to feel a certain Away about orcs? Um, it may help, um, but I, I don't think it'll make too much of a difference. Which hatred, extreme adoration, which, what, what are we looking at here? I, I think you're looking for a very helpful middle trending toward uh, adoration, or at least, at least uh, a great deal of respect. Great. Um, yeah. Um, and the final piece of advice that I would give, um, having met the man myself, uh, it would be wise uh, not to stare. And I can't really tell you why. Uh, you'll have to see it to understand. Um, oh, boy. He will be a great asset to you, I'm sure. Um, but as I said, give this letter to the uh, the duty sergeant, and she will get you squared away. Great, thank thank you so much. I I really do appreciate uh, all the help. I'm I'm always always happy to provide, especially for someone who provided such a great cultural service as you have. Mm-hmm. 
thank you, and um, hopefully it, we. Uh, anyway, I'm uh, I'm gonna go. Thank thank you. As well, you should. And with a polite bow, she kind of backs up, and uh, yeah, uh, I will say unless there's any fun snippets you want to give to the no. technician. Nothing to, nothing to declare. <laughs> nothing to declare. Fair enough. As you see, um, my bag is empty because you can't, it, unless you know what's in the bag of holding, you don't see anything inside of it. <laughs> that That is true. Um, okay. So with that, uh, you are sent hurtling on your way through the ether. Um, and let's go back to Red. Uh, Hello. So, you, after, you're not really sure how long, but it's a very brief amount of time. Uh, you kind of rematerialize, your stomach kind of falls back into your body, metaphorically speaking. Great. Um, Love having that. And uh, immediately in front of you, uh, there is a small line of people who are in different states of discombobulation, um, some of them are seasoned teleportation circle travelers and they've got their carry-on bag like right with them and they're just they're they're good they're ready to go other people are retching in the complimentary retching area <laughs> oh boy um, so um go ahead and make a con save for me oh i really i was expecting that one <laughs> plus zero let's see that's okay. a 14 um, it's close, but uh, you 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 uh, retain your lunch, such Great. as it is. Love which that. knowing you is probably just some sugar. Fantastic. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm a hummingbird man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a hummingbird man. I'm just a simple have, hummingbird man. <laughs> I have that vine in my head of make me a yo-yo man. Make me a hummingbird man. But the hummingbird man kept humming. Okay, um, so the next person would be Treble, I think. So go ahead and roll con. Did we lose Jordan? Jordan. Treble, are you there? Jordan. Oh no. <laughs> Jordan, can you hear? Oh, I saw it light oh, up. Oh, damn it. I should have thought of the TSA. That's so good. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was having mic. It wasn't unmuting for some reason. Ah. Okay. A constitution, you say? A constitution save, yes. Uh, that will be... A 12. Ah, uh, not quite. Um... You, unfortunately, are overcome with nausea, and I don't think you've eaten today, so it might just be dry heaving, but that doesn't make it any better. Does um, Bass just ha hack up a little hairball attached to his chest? Yeah, it's just like the little... <laughs> In, indeed. Um, sadly, the, the teleportation circle technology was not built with... with uh, cats in mind <laughs> um but they should have that functionality any day now any day um now. so that leaves us with herman here we go 
New. Ah, come on, stupid dice. There we go. Fifteen Constitution. I probably have a plus to that. Uh, I would imagine you do. I would hope so. Plus two. Yeah, yeah seventeen. I sure hope so. Uh, yeah, you you uh, feel feel just fine, and it might even get to the point where it feels like a uh, like you're feeling the burn after a workout. Like it almost feels cathartic in a way. But you you stick the landing and uh, kind of take stock of your surroundings and uh, see the retching people and at least one retching uh, comrade and uh, you're in one piece. Nice. So, um, and Kitty. Don't think that's gonna do it. I rolled an 11 minus one is 10. That is correct. So I, I, I foresee hairballs of some sort in your future. Or... <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> a, a plus audio engineering. Yeah. Um, That's going to be great to so, listen to later. Um, now, the, 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 the plus side of that is that that feeling lasts for a very short amount of time. So in as much time as I've spent describing it, it's, it's past. And you kind of join this queue of people who are walking. Um, there are attendants here uh, that are kind of motioning people to go further up. Um, this teleportation room, uh, it's much smaller than the embassy that you came from. So there's only three circles in here. Um, and uh, also built in what appears to be a basement. So as you're walking, um, attendants are kind of coming up to people and asking them where they want to go and then kind of directing them to this or that hallway. Um, and I'm assuming you guys kind of wait for each other and group up. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll look for the yeah. person I'm supposed to give this letter to. Ah, okay. Well, she and she is pretty easily visible. Um, you go up one flight of stairs and there's even a labeled sign that says duty sergeant. Great. And uh, so you hand it to her and she opens it looks at you all and looks back and like hmm okay um yeah go ahead and uh cecil here and she points to one of the attendants will take you up to the waiting room um i will dispatch uh kaizo when he arrives which should be looks at her watch about five minutes so uh, go ahead and make yourselves comfortable, and uh, Cecil will provide you with some tea. Um, is this your first time in Temajar? Yes. Ah, and she reaches into a desk drawer and hands you all seasickness bracelets. <laughs> Great. Um, now you may think these are silly, but um, it's not. It's all it's all real. It's all painfully real. Uh, hey, so I was the, I was told on. um I got to tell somebody that uh my um undead friend here is dry. So Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, dry. Is that, huh? is that, uh -huh. is that uh -huh. you that needs to hear that? I I was Uh uh I am. Um <laughs> Yeah. And she she like writes something down on a notepad uh, on her desk. It's like, 
Yeah, so for future reference, um, I'm assuming you spoke to Norman on your way here. Um, I don't know. You can't listen to anything that he says. Um, okay, kind of a trickster. Uh, he has been known to uh, to cause tricks. Um, All right, but I appreciate I your, your forthright spirit. It's very kind of you. Yeah, no, I've got relationships with the Fae. I respect the trickster game. That's fine. Far out, man. Far out. (laughs) Anyway, Cecil will take you to the uh, waiting room, and Kaiser will be along momentarily. Uh, I see here that you're also looking for passage to the mainland, preferably by speedboat. Yes. Uh, Lovely. Um, We will have one of those waiting for you in 20 minutes or so. Great. Uh, it, uh, we really appreciate uh, everything uh, so much. Oh, of course. We're happy to provide, especially for such wonderful patrons of the arts as you all are, mm-hmm. I'm told. Um, and with, with that, uh, the attendant uh, kind of beckons you to follow him, and you make your way up several flights of stairs... And eventually, he opens a door and kind of gestures you inside, and it's a richly arrayed room. Um, There's a tray full of baked goods, various pastries. Um, There are a number of cheeses set on the sideboard, along with several bottles of ale and uh, rum and wine, um, and some glasses. And he says, uh, Kaiser will be with you shortly. Um, at which point I will return and also lead you down to the speedboat jetty. Um, and g- gives a little bow and then um, exits the room. Uh, so this is uh, going very well. Yes? Also, oh. Uh, yeah, um, man. Uh, can I? Are these cheeses for us? I, I yes. Um, yes. Okay. If red is, red is shoving cheese in his mouth. <laughs> That's all. I I will <laughs> I will brief everyone about uh don't look that guy don't look this guy in the eye, um, hide any purple, like say you like orcs even if you don't and um. Yeah. I can't remember the other thing. Why why would anyone not like orcs? They don't serve him any vinegar based drinks. Oh yeah. <laughs> which... Or liquid or or liquids with vinegar in them. Yeah. Which is yeah. Which should be pretty easy to do, I would I would think. You know what? I that. agree with him on that. I'm I am not a big fan of vinegar either. Yeah, I I I, I you know, I don't know. I just I think we're gonna get along just fine. You know, I hope so. <laughs> and Kitty will um, just sit there and drink oh. some tea and eat some cheese because she yacked. <laughs> okay. Um, alrighty. Well, with that, um, you hear uh, the sound of voices outside the door. And... Then you hear for a moment some very raised voices and then complete silence. 
And then uh, Kitty, since I think I'll say that your last perception count counts for this as well. You hear... You can't put a body in there. No, that's the the receiving room. (laughs) I don't care that you just brought it back. It doesn't go there. Okay, okay, fine. You can put it in there, but I am not... I am not explaining to the ambassador why his best receiving room smells like a, like a cadaver. Okay, you can be the one to tell him that. Okay, okay, fine. She'll just she'll um, be like, um, Vincent, I know you can hear me. I think you guys are going to get along real great. So, um, with that, the door opens, and you see... Um, a tall, tall orc, probably at least as tall as you, Herman, um, wearing sort of this brick red armor. Um, doesn't have a helmet, but kind of brick red plate mail. Um, and what is sort of interesting about this particular character is that below each of his knees, there are no visible legs. Oh. He's kind of floating along. That's cool um, Yeah. Uh, but perhaps more relevant to the point, uh, this orc has slung over his shoulder a body and is floating his way into the room, not really paying attention to any of you. Um, I should have also mentioned when you entered the room, there are a number of like easy chairs and like a table and chairs for people to sit at. And he uh, kind of walks this body over to one of the easy chairs and just puts it in in there, sitting. Um, and you realize that the body that he has put in the chair is one of the members of one of the tears teams that you saw oh, fuck yeah. when when uh, you were in the abbey. Oh, reco- which one? You recognize him as Quartermain. Um, what did he that, look like? Was that the Australian one? That was the Australian one. Oh, yes. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Yay! Um, and <laughs> it's not, it's kind of almost like a comedy shot because he puts the body in the chair and then the body kind of shifts to the side and most of the head falls off so that it's like hanging by a little thread to the neck. Um, Red with his mouth full of cheese, sees this body, recognizes who it is, and goes, oh, hell yeah, man, that guy was a jerk, and goes to give this orc a high five. Yeah, I knew high fives were coming. I knew it. Um, The orc uh, kind of turns quickly because he wasn't really paying attention to you guys in the room. He's like, well... I'm glad you think so. Does he give me a high five? My name... What? Does he give me a high five? (laughs) He does, and it... um, It's it's like you got hit with, you know, like a (laughs) a miniature semi-truck. Like, this man has some torque in in those hands. Oh, God. Because it, like, knocks you back a little bit. Amazing. Fantastic. We're best friends. Um... The other thing that you notice is that over his back, he has this shield. 
like a big uh, kind of a wedge, not quite a tower shield, but like your standard wedge-shaped shield. And on it, uh, instead of like a nice painted design, all you see are rows and rows of tally marks. And he takes off one of his gloves and with his fingernail carves another one (laughs) onto his shield. And then puts it back on his, uh, slings it back over his shoulder. Um, Then he kind of addresses the group. So, I hear you're taking a trip to Bastalone. Yes, uh... Yes. I see, I see. And while he's talking, he's kind of, he reaches into this pouch at his waist and he like takes out a little pipe. Um, and sort of disturbingly, it's a pipe that's carved and the head of the pipe looks like a garden gnome <laughs> with the flame coming out where the gnome hat would be. Nice. And he starts like puffing cool. on that. This guy's cool as hell. <laughs> this guy fucks. <laughs> Yeah, this guy fucks. This guy fucks. This guy, he fucks. Um, And as he's doing this, he kind of takes a seat. Um, Go ahead, and those of you who want to roll perception. Yeah. Ooh, that's rolled really well. Oh, okay. Uh, 17. Okay, so 25, 17, 23. Okay, so start with the 20. So, just in case you need oh, that. <laughs> well, you're just happy to be here, aren't you? I'm just uh-huh. happy to be eating cheese and crackers. <laughs> Rick's paying more attention to how much his hand hurts. <laughs> yeah, that, that's fair. Actually, that's a good that's a good distraction tactic. Um, focus on the pain. Um, so, did you see... Uh, Trouble, you got 25? Uh, I'm sorry, it was 23. 23. Okay, so, and Kitty, what did you have? I also got 23. Also, also, I got 23, okay. So, I'll give you each one one cool fact to observe. Uh, so, for Kitty, you're looking kind of like he pulled the pipe out from a pouch at his waist. And you can kind of see that he's got, like, for lack of a better term, just a ton of gadgets in little loops on his belt. Um, you're able to make out a pair of revolvers like one on each hip um you also see like a either a knife or a piton or something that's tied to a length of rope um so this guy just this guy just fucks this guy just fucks um i think i think that's the that's the takeaway so for jordan or for trouble rather uh you are kind of looking at uh you're trying not to stare at the at the floating leg um, situation, but it's kind of hard not to, and also look like you're being polite in conversation. Um, but what you notice is that uh, it's sort of hidden by the brick red like leg plates that he's got on, but you can actually see the severed ends of both bones for his legs, kind of just. They're bru or they're like broken, um, but they're not bleeding at all, and the bones themselves look fairly old. Um, this is middle as fuck. Wait, so and then, what is the situation? Like, does he have prosthetics? See, they're like magic prosthetics. 
Oh. Magical, sort of semi-invisible prosthetics. Whoa, incredible. Um, so that's what you see. And then Herman, um, you're paying attention, I guess, to the kind of to the neck area, since you're looking at the pipe. And you see, when he opens his mouth to speak, that a number of his teeth have been replaced with some sort of metal. Um, and it kind of affects his speech a little bit. Um, and when somebody grinds their teeth, obviously you can hear it if you're really close to them. When this guy, like, when his teeth <laughs> sound together, it's actually quite noisy. Um, which doesn't happen very much, but every now and again as he's talking, you hear this, like, chunk! And it's not pleasant. Henry, so. I know you're not on TikTok. So I need to, I just need to, like, let you know that you introduced this character at a time when that I Need a Big Boy song is, like, all over TikTok, <laughs> and people are talking about how much they love big, muscly, like, half-orc barbarian characters. Mm-hmm. And it's just really good timing. Well, you know me. I'm... <laughs> I'm 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 hip with the kids. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. It's just like really good timing. It's like a gift. Good. I'm glad to hear that. Um. So, uh, with that being said, he's like, I understand that you've had some uh, dealings with the Abbey. How'd that go for you? Oh, we, uh, we won. We rescued uh, some people from time. Yeah. Uh, well, a time prison, but not the time prison, turns out. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And, time uh, prison. W- w- mm-hmm. Well, we, um... I don't uh, want to say too much while we are, um here on Temajar, just in case it it, it might uh, if we could be overheard but um, it, it suffice it to say uh, we're uh, going back to uh, fuck their shit just right up and that's why we need your help that's understandable I think I can help you with that uh, Kitty looks at the body of the guy that she watched who was, like, crazy good, and she just goes, Yeah! 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 Mm-hmm. He kind of looks over at it and just says, You know, the best thing about that guy, he'll make a very forgettable footnote one day. Takes a puff of the pipe. Now then. That's a good line. I like that line. Thank you. It's my own. <laughs> no. um, after a moment of smoking, he kind of like taps his pipe out. Well, I suppose we'd better get to it. Um, presumably by this point, Cecil has informed the ambassador that his waiting room has a new visitor. So... I would imagine that any time now we'll get, and even and before he finishes speaking, there's like a little knock at the door, and Cecil returns to whisk you all away to the speedboat jetty. <laughs> Off to the speedboats. 
Speed boats, speed racer. Um, so, um, he leads you all up several more flights of stairs, and finally you're out. And Temajar, um, to give a little bit of the lore, I know I gave this to you guys at the beginning, but I don't know that our audience necessarily knows this. Temajar was first and foremost an Orcish settlement. Um, and the original Orcish settlement was on land, and then they kind of outgrew the space that they had set aside for Temajar. And then uh, the city founders uh, decided to capitalize on the... Well, not really capitalize. They decided to, you know, go and make a new settlement. And conveniently, a continent had just sunk beneath the waves under some circumstances. Uh, but they went out there, and then they realized that actually it's very difficult to build a floating city that floats. So Temajar II um, is really more like Temajar Twenty Six. Because every year they have to kind of shore it up with different things. Um, so as you make your way out to the kind of the main hub of the city, um, you're conscious of the fact that everywhere you step, there's just a little bit of water. Like a, like a half inch of water, maybe. Um, so you're making little splish splashes wherever you go. No. Um, the other thing that you notice... Uh, by and large, almost, I would say, probably eight out of the ten people that you see in passing are almost all orcs. Um, so, the question, the question as to how you feel about orcs becomes more uh, clear why that was asked. So, um, But eventually, Cecil leads you kind of past this main drag and out toward the, the dock area. And you see just rows upon rows of speedboats and in the distance you can actually see like the very edges of land because you're really not that far away um and cecil kind of points you all toward a speedboat um and says i have given uh we'll have you land uh where would you prefer to land we could land you at temajar one or we could try and put you down closer to Isva. Uh, Isva uh, would be great if you can get us there. Well, we can certainly get you there. We will have to be somewhat cautious. Uh, that is unfortunately a port that is patrolled quite heavily. But uh, I'm sure you're in good hands. So, at, at, at hit the guy's probably huge ass hands and go, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not to worry, Cecil. I will get them there, and I'll bring them back if I need to. Do you have my stuff? And Cecil kind of rolls his eyes and then points to the deck of the speedboat where there is, like, I shit you not, like a five-foot-tall duffel bag that's just sitting there. <laughs> um, just chock-full of things. Um, and 
let's see, probably should come up with a good ending line for this before you make that journey. So that's it, huh? With some sort of Abbey killing squad. No, that's that's not it. Um, no, nope. 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 That that's definitely it. No, that that <laughs> no. can't be it. I, it's too, there was such there was such a prolonged silence with that. That can't be it. Um, <sighs> At least we don't need a bigger boat. <laughs> hey, we we can come up we can come up with something. Feed feed me the last thing that happened again. Um, Dan forgot what happened in the last yeah. two minutes. <laughs> Remind them. <laughs> Um, Cecil asked where you guys would like to be set down mm -hmm. and told you that there would, could be complications because the area is patrolled. And then Kaizo asked if Cecil had his stuff, which he did, a giant ass duffel bag full of things. Um, and that's kind of, kind of where we're at. Um. I don't have a more eloquent ending, unfortunately. Mm. So, I don't know the "you're in good hands" thing. Uh, yeah, that was, was good. pretty that good. Was good. If we want to do the duffel bag bit, just like at the beginning, I can do the duffel bag episode. bit again. Yeah, another episode yeah. or something. Yeah, because the "you're in good hands" thing was pretty good. Yeah, like all state. <laughs> yeah, like all state. <laughs> We know a thing or two because we've killed a thing or two. We, I was in 24. I was also. Anybody have any episode title ideas? The gang meets a big boy. Because <laughs> the internet. Big boys. Itty bitty boys. <laughs> TSA Teleportation Service and Agency is pretty good. I like that. Yeah. Oh, sure. I like that one. It does let people know which way we're going to go, but we'll cut out a lot of the argument at the beginning, so. Yeah. <laughs> good idea. Fair enough. All right. Well, I think we can stop here. All right. In three, two, one.